0: Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode of the host by Tori show. So I'm going to give a little bit of a reflection of the time at the Dear Media IRL event this past weekend. I've been a follower of the Dear Media podcast and brands for the past five years as I am sure a lot of you are and follow them as well. I first started listening to the skinny confidential podcast which I absolutely love. Um, I think Lauren and Michael are incredible interviewers given the research that they put into their hosts and also who they decide to bring on to their podcast. They don't necessarily care about notoriety, but more so are focused on the topic, um, and what that person is going to bring to the conversation. So I was very excited to see Lauren. And I thought the event was really well run. I think it was like 650 people or so. Um, they had a great agenda, awesome sponsors, snacks and drinks available, a good amount of space. Um, and some of my favorites on the panel, including Sif Hader, who is going to come on the podcast. She's from the Dream Bigger podcast. And then Arielle Laurie From the Blonde Files. And then some new hosts who I actually had never heard of before um, or listened to Jackie Schimmel from the Bitch Bible and Maddie Murphy from the Bad Broadcast. And they were so funny. Um, It was also fun to meet other people who were at the event. And in my opinion, there were two camps of people that were there one, fangirls who love Dear Media Hosts and the Bostics generally. And two, those who have podcasts uh, who were looking to learn more and get inspired. And I definitely was bridging kind of both. One and two, um, but there were people who actually flew in from so many different places—Toronto, Chicago, LA—and that was really cool. My favorite part of the day was meeting some of the other podcasters, um, some of these, some of the listeners here. Shout out and thank you for saying hi, especially Sam, uh, and really just like enjoy the day. I was also able to talk to Michael, and he gave me actually really valuable advice on how to scale a podcast when you're much earlier on. Um, In terms of Dear Media, I feel like that has actually sneakily scaled over the past three years or so as it's become this massive marketplace for podcasters, and they're clearly killing it. Um, The interesting thing about podcasts that I have realized is that it can be really difficult for podcast discovery in general. Um, The current platforms, Apple and Spotify, really don't make it user-friendly to find new and upcoming podcasts, right? You kind of just see the top charts for that specific category. And so that's why for the most part today, people are finding podcasts through word of mouth. Um, and that can be hard for for new people who are trying to get their podcast off the ground and running. Um, that's why, honestly, they created Dear Media because they found that there was a like need for this Um, and that's why creators can effectively really market their new product. They have a space to record. They have a network of like-minded creators to do podcast swaps with and engage more of their audiences, um, and also the ability to run ads, trailers about their show, um, on those other podcasts as well. So with that, I wanted to talk a little bit about a concept that I've been thinking about and this past weekend kind of really, um, amplified my thoughts related to this, uh, there was someone that was in the audience who asked a question during one of the Q&As, like some of the panels had time at the end where the audience could ask questions to them. And the person said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm 25 years old. I work a corporate job, but I know that I don't want to climb the corporate ladder. I know that I want to create a personal brand, but I don't know what that is. Like, do you have any advice? Um, now, I do Don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that she asked that, but I do think it feels a little bit misaligned from the idea of a creator in the first place. I would say, call it five years ago, you started to see people leave their corporate job to pursue their side hustle at the time. Um, They left their corporate job because they were so passionate about what they were building on the side that they felt called enough to leave their steady job, most likely including benefits and other professional growth opportunities. Since then, you have seen more and more people striving for whatever this is, um, pursuing a career outside of a, quote, corporate job. And the disconnect, what I'm seeing now is that people are wanting to leave their corporate job to have a personal brand without having something that they're actually passionate about building, which like doesn't make as much sense to me. And so there has been this trending negative connotation with a nine to five, um, whatever you want to call it. I'm not exactly sure why a corporate job provides you most likely a consistent salary there are benefits across healthcare, wellness, and financial, including 401k or some stock purchasing programs in some cases. Um, there are strong programs in place for pay time off. There are mentorship opportunities, internal networking, and that like really does not sound bad to me. Um, I've been vocal about having a, quote, corporate job um, or really just my job and also having a passion project, which is host by Tori. Uh, that I like to pour a lot of my creative energy into because my purpose is so deeply rooted and wanting to normalize a zero proof forward lifestyle and give inspiration to others who are trying to lead this as well Uh, generally have more of the conversation hear perspectives on the topic but I wouldn't be able to do any of this without the stability and personal growth that I have had from my jobs over the past seven years and I feel really lucky to have that Um, it's also not easy working for yourself. Um, even though I do it in a much more subscale way for host by Tori, I do any administrative, creative, tactical work, um, anything that I want to get done. I have to push forward on my own with no one checking up on me and no one offering me time off. Um, as an example for my podcast each week, I have to find the guest dm or email the guest set up the time prep for the podcast record the podcast edit post and publish which i'm now trying to outsource um and then do any social media promotion of it and every that's doing that every single week right um and that's only one facet of my brand and so where i struggle is that people want to not work the corporate ladder but being an entrepreneur is also pretty damn hard and it's it's definitely not cushy and so um, related to that, when I first set out to launch Host by Tori, I was very keen on the idea of wanting to create a brand, not be an influencer. And I think that there's an important distinction there. Uh, I sat down with my designer Haley at the beginning and thought through who my avatar was, who was my audience, who do I want to market to, uh, what do I want to represent, and within that, what are the types of content and creative pieces that I want to put out there. Um, and that is why I've been intentional with how I want to extend my brand. Um, first coming out with a zero-proof guide ebook that's completely free, then a mocktail recipe book at a very low price point, a stock your mocktail bar box. Um, and now really focusing a lot of the time on the podcast. And I could, you know, spend my weekends just shooting endless non-alcoholic cocktail recipes, uh, which Frankly, are the pieces that of content that actually do best at times, um, but that doesn't really light me up and doesn't feel as differentiated coming from me. And I still like doing it. Um, I just don't want to spend my only time there. And I think the ethos of my brand comes through with with most things that I do. So um, to me, that differs from someone just being a quote influencer. Their only platform being social media, making most of their revenue on affiliate links, and again, that's not a bad thing. It's just different. Um, it's just a different concept than what I'm seeing of like people who are actually trying to build brands and businesses um, as influencers who aren't creating a brand have less control over their audience, and as platforms change, as you've seen with TikTok. Um, the evolution of reels on Instagram, the brand is just less stable um, because most of their following has been built on how they show up to the platforms there versus extending beyond that. So when I see creators personally, I want to see them building brands and businesses and pushing out valuable creative content. And with the way social media has been now, there is just unfortunately a lot of bad content out there for the sake of it being put out there. Um, to me, doesn't feel as inspiring anymore. And it's because of the algorithm. Um, It's incentivized people to put out quantity versus quality. And I'd love for that to change. As a consumer, I want to use social media as a way to be inspired and not overwhelmed or just like inundated. So anyway, rant over on this topic. I hope you enjoyed this little mini bonus episode and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. As you know, I am not a specialist and I am not trained to give advice whatsoever. These are just my own personal thoughts and conversations. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate or review the show. If you can, it helps so, so much. And feel free to find me on social channels, Host by Tori, and my website, www.hostbytori.com. See ya!